Everyone, welcome to the show. I have some updates to share about Donald Trump's investigations and trials. So first, news broke Monday night that the special counsel's team has obtained cell phone records for devices used by Trump and one other person who's referred to as individual one. They're not saying who this is. This is very potentially damning for Trump because it was previously reported that on January 6th, there was like a seven plus hour window of time where there was no public record of Trump placing or receiving calls. This included the period of time when Trump's terrorists were attacking the Capitol. So that was always very suspicious. And at the very least, it indicated a dereliction of duty because it's like, okay, what were you doing? You Were you calling for help? Were you calling to try to stop these people from attacking the police? Show us the proof. Where is it? You know, at worst, it, it, it could be like collusion right? It could be conspiracy. So these, these details were just revealed in a court filing in Trump's coup case. And it says that the there's a technical expert who reviewed the phone's usage and extracted data related to, quote, the post-election period. The expert was able to determine, quote, periods of time during which the defendant's phone was unlocked and the Twitter application was open on January 6th. They were also able to view images on the phones and they were able to discern which websites were visited. So according to the special counsel's filing, this expert might be called to testify at the trial. And then there's also two other experts. Their expertise is in geolocation data. So these two geolocation witnesses would testify about the crowd's movement during and after Trump's speech. In related news, it was just revealed that Trump's team was warned in advance that the fake elector scheme could result in criminal charges. Attorney Kenneth Cheesebro apparently turned over documents to investigators and it showed that or they showed that the Republicans in Pennsylvania were raising issues with Trump advisors about the, the fake elector scheme and the documents that they were asked to sign. And so Cheesebro followed up with one of Trump's campaign directors, a guy named Mike Roman. He's, he sent him an email and he said, quote, I think the language at the start of the certificate should be changed in all the states. Roman replied, quote, I don't. And then later he emailed Cheesebro again about these Pe Pennsylvania Republicans. And he said, quote, fuck these guys. Now, remember, Roman is an unindicted co-conspirator. I mean, the hubris of these people. And, and of course, they were trying to change the, the verbiage in these documents because it, it needed to say something along the lines of this is only in case Trump wins in a court case. I mean, obviously, in more legalese than, than the way I just put it. But anyway... Um, in more related news, Judge Chutkin unfortunately just handed Trump a win. As I shared with all of you on Monday, the special counsel outmaneuvered Trump. They, he petitioned the Supreme Court to rule on Trump's claim of absolute presidential immunity. So they've given the Trump team, the Supreme Court has given the Trump team until next Wednesday to respond to that. And then they're going to make a decision as to whether or not they're even going to take this case. In the meantime, Trump had asked an appeals court to rule on this matter, and his attorneys asked Judge Chutkin to put the entire case on hold until the appeals court rules on the issue. 
I am sad to say Judge Chutkin caved. She said she will grant a stay in this case pending the appeals court decision. Now, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the judge is just doing this because she sees that the Supreme Court is moving quickly and that they will be the ultimate judge either way as to whether or not Trump is immune from prosecution. So I'm hoping that Chutkin is just playing along so that Trump can't say she's being unfair, knowing SCOTUS is going to make this decision very soon and everything will be fine. So we'll see. Um, next up is more breaking news from Monday night. CNN was the first to report there was an ongoing pattern of outreach to a Trump employee who ended up being a witness after he quit his job at Mar-a-Lago. That employee would later become a classified documents investigation witness. And evidently, this man worked for Trump for more than 20 years. But he quit his job just several months after the FBI searched Mar-a-Lago. And according to CNN, Trump and others reached out to him numerous times. They kept offering him to pay for his attorneys. They offered him free golf tournament tickets. They also repeatedly reminded him, oh, you're welcome back anytime. Please come back to Mar-a-Lago. We'd love to have you. So Trump's co-defendants, Walt Nata and Carlos de Oliveira, even showed up at this guy's gym. They said that was very unusual. Then after this employee received a subpoena to testify before the grand jury, a Trump attorney named John Rowley reached out to him. Now, Rowley claims his intentions were completely pure. He just wanted to see if this former employee needed an attorney. You know, maybe a South Florida jury will buy that excuse. We'll have to see about that. Last but not least, Trump's New York trial is coming to a close. This is the New York fraud trial. Um, based on YouTube comments I've seen, he has successfully fooled his base into believing that he's winning. Meanwhile, out here in the real world, we know he punked out. He refused to testify a second time because his attorney saw what a disaster he was on the witness stand. As usual, there's a lie for that. <laughs> you know, Trump posted on his failing social media site, Liar Social. He said, quote, I wanted to testify on Monday. And this is just a small snippet of what he said. And then he said, quote, Judge Arthur Angeron put a gag order on me even when I testify, totally taking away my constitutional right to defend myself. Of course, that excuse is absurd. He was supposed to testify about his business. The gag order only pertains to statements about the judge's staff. So once again, you know, the intelligent Trump voters are not going to buy this, but the others, they're going to lap it up with serving spoon. So you will see them repeating this verbatim in comment sections and on social media. I guarantee it. And they're also going to believe Trump when he said that he he won this case, you know, as it's winding its way through this, the appeal system. And here's one thing that they're never going to know because they're too afraid to watch this show or any other show that tells them the truth. Trump's final witness was a so-called expert. He's this New York uh, University professor who Trump paid nearly $900,000 for a few hours of work, for a few hours of testimony. Professor Eli Bartov, who is now almost a million dollars richer, 
he tried to convince the court that Trump had no responsibility to submit legitimate financial statements. He, his argument is that, oh, lenders know that everybody lies. All borrowers lie. So, oh, well. Well, the AG's office caught him. They caught him contradicting his own written statements numerous times. And then they reminded him that one of Trump's lenders automatically cut his net worth in half, Trump's net worth in half when they were assessing his loan applications because they knew that he was so full of shit. And one of the main points in this case that MAGA just completely fails to understand is Trump lied on these loan documents. The fact that he didn't get away with it means nothing. The law is very clear. You cannot lie on these documents. That is the crime. It's like saying, well, oh, okay, well, yeah, he tried to rob the bank, but you know, he got caught and he didn't end up getting any money from the bank. So there's no crime, no crime committed. <laughs> and the AG's office even brought up a previous case that they lost. This was really funny in which this Bartov guy was their expert witness. It was a case, I think it was ExxonMobil case that they lost. And the judge in that case, in that trial, questioned Bartov's credentials and his status as an expert witness back then. So the AG's office actually used that against him, which is pretty stunning. And then the AG called a former Trump International Realty employee as a final witness to refute, uh, refute some of Bartov's testimony. His name is Kevin Snedden, and he was a senior vice president and managing director for the company. Snedden is a real estate broker, so the guy knows what he's talking about, and he testified that former Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg is the one who falsely told him that Trump's New York penthouse was 30,000 square feet. Now, we all know, we've learned through this trial that in reality, it was less than 11,000 square feet. So Snedden was asked, who told you this? Who told you that it was 30,000 square feet? And he said, you know, I really don't remember. I don't recall. So they refreshed his memory on the witness stand with an email. And in this email, he sent, I believe it to Jeff McConney, another Trump Organization employee. He said in this email that Weisselberg asked him for a market value on the property. Snedden also said in the email that he asked Weisselberg, hey, can I go check out the property, right? If you're going to assess a property's value, you want to see it in person to find out, like, are the toilets missing? Like, is it torn up? Is it like destroyed? Does it smell like cat piss, right? <laughs> like things that actually matter in an appraisal. So he said, can I go see the property? And Weisselberg said it was, quote, not possible. So experts were asked to provide evaluations on property values without being allowed to physically walk the properties. And remember, there was another appraiser who testified earlier in this trial that he actually never did any work for the Trump organization, but they listed him as an appraiser for the Trump organization. So yeah, fraud all the way around. Anyway, I'll let you all know if I hear more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber and become a donor if you possibly can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.